previously recorded in Cookville, Tennessee, it's the NFLs on NFLs.com. Hello everyone and welcome to NFLs Week 2 2020. I am your host, Jacob Wilkinson. I am also your host, Drew Wade, and I've got the coin this week. So And also Drew's back. next to me. Yeah. Things are back to how they should be. It's not always going to be like this. We just happen to be in the same city this week. But, um, yeah, we wanted to get together and lament how poorly we picked the games during week one. Yeah, it was... We just had, like, a little personal funeral for, like, our score already. Mm. Getting shellacked by the coin again. But, you know what? It's not going to end that way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, what games surprised you? I guess seven of them. Yeah, uh, obviously, I was pretty surprised by. Uh, I mean, I think we all, I think we both saw all four of our disagreements going either way, which I guess means there was three shockers this week, right? Yeah. So Eagles, obviously, yeah, huge shocker. shocker there. Um, when you go up seventeen nothing, especially in this in the second quarter, um, you definitely don't expect to lose. But they found a way to do that. To Washington football team. A miracle. Very upsetting to watch. Um, they had uh, another problem with the injury bug. They had another problem with the injury bug, and uh, it's it's really unfortunate. It seems to be a thing that happens to this team every year. We have mm-hmm. important injuries, and uh, it's already affecting our season week one, so I'm depressed about that. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, what about you? Um... Let's see, what other shockers did I have? I, I think Cardinals and Niners, I'm pretty sure both of us were like, there's a very good chance this game goes the other way. Right. Um, I wouldn't call the Titans game a shocker. So those are the three games we both lost. So I guess I didn't actually get that crazy. But I feel like across the league, um, lots of throws this this weekend. Lots of, lots of heavy leads being thrown the other direction. I'm pretty sure like six leading teams ended up losing, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, like, yeah. The uh, Lions were the worst of them all, blowing mm-hmm. a twenty-three to six lead in the fourth quarter, uh, right after I talked so highly about them last week. So that's yeah. unlucky. Rough. I I wonder how much of it comes from not having the boot camps and just like I don't I don't know how many of these younger players have had like a lot of experience finishing out games, um, but there's. There definitely seems to be a question mark about the uh, a lot of the teams in this league's ability to like actually go all four quarters, um, because as as we saw multiple times this weekend, like a, a very heavy lead at the beginning of the game isn't going to do anything. So many many fourth quarter comebacks. Um, so before we get into oh I'm I'm nine and seven Drew is nine and seven we went two and two on our disagreements which I'm pretty sure we do every year on week one so. Whatever. The Quinn's 13-3, but that's... Sometimes... <laughs> sometimes there's a thing called, like, a statistical anomaly. Honestly, once he won, like, 11, then that's, like, a point you would ignore on a scatter plot. So, we just don't even have to worry. <laughs> yeah. I uh, don't expect that kind of production from the coin week in and week out. But, hey, we'll see. I'd be ecstatic if I went 13-3 and three this week. Yeah. Um, so, this is kind of embarrassing. I mean, we said on week one that... uh the coin was going to get perfect this year. So if the coin breaks 200 before either of us do, I'm just going to, I don't know what I'll do. We're going to fold the show. <laughs> okay. So before we get into these uh, hot week two matchups, it's time for our, everyone's favorite new NFL segment that we did once. <laughs> Stonks. 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 All right, Andrew, what teams are you buying? What teams are you selling? All right. This week, um, I got to tell you, Mark, you got to get out of. You got to get out of Indianapolis. <laughs> it's bad. I thought they would take a step back, maybe. I thought they would still be like a B tier team, but then they managed to lose to the rebuilding Jacksonville Jaguars week one. Mm-hmm. And wow, uh, Phillip Rivers really didn't look good in that game uh, against a defense with little to no star talent. So mm-hmm. um, things are not looking up for yeah. the Colts this year. Uh, that maybe that's super reactionary after week one, but I guess that this bit has to feel that way. Yeah. <laughs> week one. So, but I'm gonna go ahead and get out of Indianapolis while I can. Yeah, I gotcha. Uh, I was not. 
I guess I wasn't surprised just having been a Colts fan for a lot of my life. Also, um, it was once it started tipping the other direction, I was like, "Mm, I have a good feeling this isn't going to end well. And it didn't. And I laughed really hard. Hey, it was a great game for Gardner, though. I'll tell you that. True. Very good game for Gardner. But yeah, definitely get out of Indianapolis. Not looking good. I think um, I have a good feeling this division is going to end up going to the Texans and Titans like it has for like the last few years. Yep. Bummer. All right. Um, I guess I'll go and do my sale now. Um, this isn't one that I think either of us had added to our portfolios just yet, but a lot of a lot of other people had. So if you were one of the uh, Tampa Bay <laughs> purchasers this summer. I would say it's not it, Chief. I know that it was the Saints, but it was the Saints, and people are saying that Tampa Bay is supposed to be like a top-five team. At least that's what they were saying before week one. Um, a top-five team should be able to put up a decent game against the Saints, I feel like. They had some moments, um, but Tom Brady threw interceptions, so it's not like he really ended up being a radically different change for them over James Winston. Right. Maybe, maybe that was uncomfortability with his entire passing staff. I'm pretty sure Gronk is there with him, right? right. Yep. So, I don't know. I, I think that that could have been a, a much tighter game. It looked kind of messy. The defense didn't really look like the defense that a lot of people were saying, like, oh, well, these guys can keep being a strong point for this team no matter what. So, did not look really great. <laughs> so, I, I think anyone who kind of jumped on that hype train. Um, I would like to offer you an opportunity in week two to come down to where I've been all summer that this team will not do anything this year. What do you think? I think um, I, I think I'm a little bit with you to where I wasn't quite on the hype train as much as a lot of other people were for mm-hmm. this team. Um, but I don't know if I'd quite be ready to say yet that they definitely wouldn't be able to do anything this season especially with the uh, extra wild card slots now I think that a team like Tampa Bay Mm. definitely can benefit from something like that and the Saints are a very very good team um, with a very good defense so but like you said I did expect this game to be closer um, especially with all the hype the Patriots were getting Mm -hmm. sounded like a team that should have been able to keep up and they weren't so but I think as maybe they get more acclimated to playing together, um, they might start to look a little cleaner because, I don't know, a two-interception game from Tom Brady, even when he was in uh, New England, wasn't something that really happened all that often. So mm-hmm. I expect him to clean it up a little better, and I expect them to look better, but I, I agree that probably um, I wouldn't be holding on to any Tampa Bay stock at yeah. the moment. Cool. Cool. What are you buying? I'm gonna go ahead and buy um, some some birds, some Arizona Cardinals. Me too, dude. Man, they look good. Yeah, uh, that was Murray, not a fluke. That was not a fluke. <laughs> I was like, man, this could be a really close game. If it was in Arizona, I was gonna pick the Cardinals. Looks like I should have picked them anyway. Yeah, um, I think both of us were kind of like, mm. yeah, man. I think the Cardinals are gonna be really good this year. Mm. Um, Kyler Murray. If he keeps stepping forward in his second year, he's gonna. If he keeps making strides, he's gonna be a great quarterback this year. Uh, now he's got DeAndre Hopkins to throw to, so obviously that's already making a huge impact on their offense. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think the Cardinals, like, they have a chance to compete in their division this year, which oh, yeah. is kind of crazy after how poorly they did in their division last year. Um, I, th- I think that's gonna be exciting to watch going forward. Um, but, yeah, I'd, I'd say the Cardinals are definitely a buy for me right now. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like that whole division, all four of those teams are teams that I revere highly, but for some reason can never expect to consistently be, like, playing to their potential. <laughs> like, even when, like, the – when both the Seahawks and the Niners were, like, top four or three last year, it was like, okay, well – uh, on any given week, I still don't really feel like these guys are just going to be like the top two or three team that they are. Um, and now, like, and that's obviously what the Rams were, and maybe what the Rams are becoming again. And um, uh, Arizona, I, I think that that's at least a better tag than what they were a couple of years ago, which was like probably the worst team in the league. So, yeah, pretty good um, week one for Arizona. I'm going to do one more sell here real quick uh, since we had the same buy. Um, I'm going to say sell the narrative in Green Bay. I don't know who is filtering the news out of Green Bay, but 
I saw like pretty much every site and it, I mean, eventually like when you can't watch these teams, like their off season growth yourself, you kind of just have to trust like what is coming from like the, the, the sources near the team. Right. And boy, I, did they get it wrong? Boy, did they get it wrong? I mean, it sounded like they were building Rogers casket already. Like it, like it really sounded like it was almost an inevitability that the team would fall apart and Aaron Rodgers would be hoisted away. But I mean, against, their rival, on the road, week one, Rodgers just came out and put out 300. No big deal. 300, Whatever. four touchdowns. Four touchdowns. Who cares? Wow. Like, so, still looked Aaron like Rogers. peak Aaron Rodgers there. Yeah. That was a really great game for the offense. <laughs> no meme. I feel like they're stronger now than they were at the end of last year. So, yeah. Cool. Really good. So, I guess sell the sell the uh, Green Bay press team. How about that? <laughs> so... With all that said, I guess we'll go and get into the games. I believe you started last week. Yes, I did. All right. We should find a place on the sheet to like keep track of that. Why <laughs> we have you? All right. <clears throat> so um, Thursday night this week is a game that the advertising is making look a lot more interesting than it actually is. They're hyping this game up heavy. Yeah. Um, the battle of the Buckeye State, <laughs> Cincinnati Bengals, hop, skip, and jump all the way across the state. <laughs> To Cleveland to take on the Cleveland Browns. Um, even though this game, I guess, people always say it's always close, but I don't think it's ever I've really been close in my lifetime because I can't remember a year where both of these teams were not bad. <laughs> like, I feel like always at least one of them is completely worthless. So, um, so I think that it's not going to be very close because right now the Browns I would not call bad and the Bengals I would um, and obviously sometimes I'm going to go for upsets but the Bengals particularly last year looked really bad in their division I, I started thinking like well if I'm a Bengals fan I'm just desperately waiting for some of these games outside of the division because it really seemed like that was kind of the worst of what they were getting um, it seemed like the other three really had their number um so, the Browns are very familiar with the Bengals. The Bengals, I think, are a mess of a team. Still are from last year. Maybe won't end up being the worst team this year, but, I mean, I guess Washington isn't. So, there's a decent chance that um, it, it'll be like uh, Cincinnati versus Carolina down there. So, I think I'm going to go Cleveland on this one just because there's not – a reason to pick Cincinnati. It's not even like really faith in the Browns at this point in time, even though I still think they can, they can have a decent season. I just definitely am not ready to pick a Bengals win just yet. Yeah, me either, especially after that game against uh, the Chargers. The Chargers are not the best team in the world either, and they're still not able to win. The final score is like 16-13. to 13. Mm-hmm. So um, I think the Bengals can get better in the future. Um Obviously, they're going to start building around Joe Burrow, and I think he can be a great quarterback for them. But uh, I just think talent-wise, I think the Browns definitely have the Bengals like in the bag. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to be going with the Browns as well. So let's see what our, our Powell and uh, leading analyst, Coin, has to say about <laughs> this game. Uh, the Coin pick Cincinnati. Wow. Coin pick Cincinnati. It's a hot take. Uh-oh. This is how we start losing to the coin next yep. week also. All right, cool. Pretty, pretty cringe. All right, uh, up next we've got the New York Giants going to play the Chicago Bears. Battle of the theater cities. That's that's true. <laughs> okay. Uh, so the Giants last week lost to the Steelers, which can't really fault them too much. Everybody thinks the Steelers are going to be good this year. And the Steelers did look much better on offense than they did last year. Yeah. So... That was a good game to watch for the Steelers. But the Giants, uh, to their credit, did not really like back down. It was still a relatively close game. And uh, they ha- definitely had some high points. They were never able to get their running game going. So I think that was part of the thing that hurt them. But mm-hmm. Daniel Jones looked pretty good in the pocket uh, starting out year two. So uh, maybe things aren't all doom and gloom for the Giants fans. They're tied for second place in the NFC East right now. That's along true. with the Eagles and the Cowboys. The 0-1 spread. Um 
The Bears, on the other hand, made a miraculous fourth quarter comeback last week. Uh, they were down 23-6 to to the Lions in mm. the fourth quarter, and Mitchell Trubisky just uh, decided to start playing like an NFL quarterback and ended up with like 250 yards and three touchdowns. So, Pretty good. Uh, good way to lead them to victory. Um, I think they're going to be 2-0 and after this week. And... Um, Looking pretty good. Uh, might be a time to... Well, I'll save that for next week. Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to go with the Bears to win this one. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm going to be right there with you. Um, definitely was very impressed with the fortitude from this team. Um, I know that this is not a, a unique thing about the Bears to highlight at all. But, like, man, they're... On, on that rise back from that deficit, the... Once the offense started scoring, the defense really started remembering that they were a decent defense and stopped a lot of points, allowed the offense to put up a lot of unanswered ones. So I was pretty impressed with the Bears all around. Now, are they good? Probably not, because <laughs> it was the Lions. But maybe they're not as bad as I and a few other people expected them to be. So, um yeah, I think I'm also going to go Bears. Giants, definitely some exciting things. But unfortunately, I think that that's a franchise where like a 4-12 a season could be like, well, six of them were kind of some exciting games. So maybe it'll be better next year. So, I mean, 4-12. Uh, yeah, so anyway, I, yeah, I'm going to go Bears. So. All right. The coin. Coin also is going to go with the Bears. Duh. Duh, Bears. Bears. All right, next up we have the Los Angeles Rams tackling the Philadelphia Eagles, uh, probably, in Philadelphia. Um, Philly coming off of a heartbreaker. Yeah. Um, Rams coming off of a pretty solid win against Philly's number one rivals. Um, yeah, I was a big Rams fan last week, actually. Yeah, oh, I bet. Um, so... This one is definitely interesting. I don't know. I think this is the one I had the hardest time guessing which way I would end up going with it once we got here. Um, I think I'm going to be going... Hmm. <laughs> I think I'm going to go Los Angeles on this one. Um, Philly, I don't know, man. I've, I've just had this feeling about the Eagles ever since they won that Super Bowl where... They should just be always better than they are, I feel like. And every season feels like it's gotten off to a pretty rough start for them. Um, And usually they somehow end up being part of the narrative around like November when the Cowboys aren't actually fitting their potential (laughs) and they're like tied at six and six. And everyone's like, oh, it could be either of them at this (laughs) point. So, um, yeah, I think that. It looks. I I was not very impressed with the Eagles last week. I, I thought that they did not put out kind of the controlled game I was hoping to see from them. And uh, Rams put out a lot of points, so I, I was pretty impressed with them last week. So I I think right now I think at this point in time with how weird like football is, I'm kind of willing to like cut out a lot of the other variables and just say like it's week two. There wasn't a whole lot of preparation, and it ran, and it looks like the Rams are just, like, playing better football right now. And, and, and I think that could it could be a little bit before that's not the case. So I'm going to say the Rams. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to talk a little bit about both of these week one games. Yeah. Uh, Rams did end up beating the Cowboys. I think the final score was, like, 20-17, to 17, something like that. Uh, and in a game where there were no touchdown passes thrown, actually, you got two really highly paid quarterbacks in Dak Prescott and Jared Goff. No touchdown passes thrown. So that was an interesting thing to see. Um, on the other hand, we have uh, the Eagles, as we already talked about, blowing a huge lead to the Washington football team in the second half. Uh, as an Eagles fan, it was really agonizing to watch. Um, I try to take solace in the fact that there were a lot of injuries in that game. Like, we didn't have uh, our starting right tackle. He was out for that week. Our starting right guard is out for the whole season. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the whole right side of the line was just backups and then... Uh, we didn't have our starting running back either. And then throughout the game, our defensive players just started dropping like flies. And it was really tough to watch. Um, but I think things can turn around this week. I haven't quite given up all hope in my team yet after one week. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to get Lane Johnson, our right tackle back. We should have Miles Sanders, our uh, star running back, 
back for this game. And um, last season, uh, our run defense was definitely the best part about our defense. And I think if we're able to stop the Rams' running game, I think uh, that's the key to victory for us. Mm -hmm. Because, like I said, that's the only way the Rams scored last week. They had two rushing touchdowns, I believe, and um, two field goals. So I think if um, the Eagles can turn around and play to their potential, play like they played in the first half of the Washington game, but play that way the whole game, I think they can win this one. So I'm going to go with the Eagles. Shocker, I'm sure. Yeah, definitely a shocker. So is the coin. Wow, look at that. The coin picked my side. I just want to say you. For those of you who listen a lot, have you picked up on the fact that every time Drew picks the Eagles, like most of his explanation is like the scenario in which, <laughs> like the like the the Doctor Strange perfect scenario he's concocted for the Eagles? Yes, sir. It's gonna happen. <laughs> okay, cool. Why don't you go ahead and start us off on this on this next game? All right. Up next, we've got my favorite team, the Dallas Cowboys, hosting the Atlanta Falcons. Um, both of these teams, pretty. Heavily disappointed their fan bases in the first week, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, the Falcons showed some fight against the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they kept it close in the beginning, and the Seahawks really kind of ran away with it. And then the Falcons started scoring again at the end. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if they can just put the beginning and the very end together, play like that the whole game, I think they can be uh, a competitive team in the NFC. And uh, the Cowboys, on the other hand... Uh, Yikes. No touchdown passes for Dak Prescott. That kind of sucks huh? for a guy that's asking for $50 million a year. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> I think I think it would be pretty stupid of me to pick against the Cowboys in this one. Mm. Um, so I'm going to go with the Cowboys, but I'll be rooting with all my heart against them. I think, and you know what? Screw it. No, the Falcons look good. I think the Falcons can be good. And I'm not convinced about the Cowboys yet. I'm going to go with the Falcons in this game. Okay. Um, I'm going to go Cowboys just because it's in Dallas. And I don't see Atlanta kind of moving up into the next echelon just yet. But I will say, uh, disappointing is kind of an interesting choice of, of word for them. Because if I was an Atlanta fan, I'd be pretty impressed with how that game went. Um, at Seattle, I mean, I don't necessarily think that anyone thought that they had a right to win that game. Except for yeah. you, I suppose. But, I mean, ultimately... Um, they threw a lead and then stopped it from getting too bad, and that's like kind of clearly like the biggest issue plaguing this franchise for like the last half decade. So, um, I, I think that there's definitely some some signs of life for the Falcons in what will probably end up becoming a little bit of a, a fiesta division. Um, there's actually a pretty decent chance that I think they could rise to number two. I, I'm not. I know that I've been very harsh on on the pan, on the Bucks like so far this this episode, but seriously, I I do think there's a decent. I think Atlanta and Tampa Bay might end up being the the two teams in this division that are a lot closer. Like kind of people thought the Saints and the Buccaneers would be. Um, so I know that that's a lot of hype for the team. I'm not picking to win, but Dallas. I think that this first game was just. Um, I don't know if it was if it was coaching jitters or what, but. I was not impressed with, like you said, like the the methodology, like the constant like runs on the ground, um, did not look great. I'm hoping that that was just kind of a fluke because this is a very stacked roster with a lot of young talent, and I don't really like watching young talent beyond like teams that don't know how to like maintain themselves as right. a franchise. So um, I think I'm gonna go Dallas on this one because I'm not really. I, I thought about selling because, like, a lot of people were hyping them and they lost week one to the Rams, which didn't have a whole lot of hype. But I ultimately decided that it wasn't worth it because I still think that this team can be pretty good. And so I still kind of feel that way. So I'm going to go Cowboys. All right. Coin is going with the Falcons. Yeah. Coin's all on my side this week. Can you hold this mic real quick? All right. Cool. Next up, we have the Carolina Panthers taking on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in another battle of the uh, NFC South. They're making <laughs> they're making uh, Brady like go through a gauntlet of all of his new opponent, all of his new rivals. I guess uh, they don't have the Falcons next week, Rip. Um, anyway, uh, Tampa Bay, like I said, not a very hype opening for them, um, but it's okay because they're going to be one and one after this week. Carolina. Even though they showed some signs of life, it was against the Raiders. So, like, what is that really? That's like signs of 
like, oh yeah, he's still breathing, <laughs> like when all of your bones are broken. So, uh, I I'm still pretty convinced that Carolina is going to end up being like one of the worst teams in the league this year. I, I I think that that game was a little bit of a mess from them, and um, at the very least, Tampa Bay just is a more comfortable set of football players, essentially, um, when, when it comes down to it. I, I think that I would be surprised if Carolina could figure out their problems this quickly. It's in Tampa Bay. They do have the Tampa Bay defense, which even though they didn't look great last week, tend to do decently well against pretty weak teams, which is how they ended up getting kind of that gatekeeper 7-9 and nine spot at the end of last year. Um, so I think that... Bridgewater versus Brady, even though Brady can't really keep up with the the big names in this league anymore, I don't really see Bridgewater as one of the big names. So um, I think that this is going to be a pretty decent bounce back for the Buccaneers, and they can get back to their classic fifty uh, percent win rates that we all know and love. Andrew, yeah. So um, Panthers were a little disappointing last week for me. I picked them to win. They were unable to do so. They made it close. They came back. They they took the lead in the fourth quarter and then uh, proceeded to blow that lead. Uh, the Buccaneers, on the other hand, I don't think they're ever leading in that game. Um, definitely not as clean as a lot of people were expecting them to look. But I think, as you said, this this could be a good bounce back week for them. And uh, I really don't see them having too much trouble taking the Panthers uh, in Tampa Bay. I don't think that the Panthers are. I'm not quite as down on the Panthers as you are at this point. I still think they have a chance to bounce back and have a better season than last. But I think uh, I think Tampa Bay is going to be too much for them this week. So I'm going to go with Tampa Bay. All right. And the coin also said Tampa Bay. By the way, if you hear us typing while we're um, doing this, we have a spreadsheet where we keep all of our games. Um, you can check it out on NFLs.com. I don't think we've mentioned that yet this year. So NFLs.com. NFLs.com. You can see our spreadsheet uh, and be like, oh, wow, these guys actually have put together a really clean spreadsheet. I'm impressed. Uh, last year, we spent like, I don't know, like 12 hours putting the whole thing together. And then when it was done, we were like, well, this is just going to do itself from now on. And it, it is. So, all right, cool. Um, so why don't you go ahead and lead us into the next game? Oh, boy. Up next, we've got the reeling San Francisco 49ers going to play the New York Jets in New Jersey. Um, I was just kidding about them reeling. They just uh, had a close loss to a good divisional rival, so... I don't think this is going to be too hard of a task for the 49ers this week. Um, the Jets are bad, still bad, and uh, the 49ers are still a pretty good team, so I'm going to go with the Niners. Yeah, I think my takeaway from the Niners game was um, Cardinals good, not necessarily Niners bad. So Jets pretty bad. <laughs> uh, not a whole lot to say. I don't, I don't really think that this game deserves too close of an eye um even in new york blah 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 who cares the niners have shown in a uh, a faculty for winning in the last few seasons that the jets don't seem to know how to do have not yet um seized for themselves so yeah i will meet you in san francisco on this one all right, and the coin's going with the Jets for this one. That's an interesting choice, coin. All right, <clears throat> next up we have my Denver Broncos versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay, listen. <laughs> uh, we were winning from us that game. I think that that's a game that neither team comes away from happy, if I'm being completely honest. Um, I was having a lot of fun bantering with my Titans friends before that game, and then at one point like we all just stopped responding to each other because I think it was just like... Yeah, it's kind of sad. And probably I should have been hit hard for, like, talking a lot of smack before the game and then losing. But I'm sorry. You probably hear my cat being ridiculous in the background. But um, anyway, so kind of a disappointing uh, week one for Denver. It, Titans played bad, but somehow we managed to play worse. Uh, I was not impressed with Vic Fangio's clock management for the last couple minutes of the game. Uh, but what's done is done. Um, can't beat a team that missed three field goals and an extra point. No big deal. That's fine. Um, 
but seriously, I'm currently a little nervous about these like low scoring games. Um, I think that that's kind of where we're faulting. Even I'd even be more comfortable with the other teams putting up more games just to keep the momentum because it seemed once it slowed down, like we just kind of lost our fire a little bit. Uh, I was happy with Drew Locke. I thought he put up a couple of pretty good passes. Um, I thought that there were some really really clean drives down the field. Um, so there's definitely some signs of life for this team. I'm not, uh, I know I have like a light bias, but I haven't switched to like my pessimistic mode just yet. That being said, we still don't have Von Miller, which probably is going to end up being the whole season realistically. But, um, I don't think it's the whole season before the defense is comfortable playing without Von Miller. But right now this is a defense essentially like without their, with, without the man who kind of formed this current defense all on his own. Um, and I think that it's going to take a couple of weeks to adjust to that. Pittsburgh has an amazing offense um, and had a pretty solid week one. So I know that it wasn't against the best team in the league, but they put up a pretty solid week one. So I'm going to be picking the Steelers, but not because I'm picking against the Broncos every week. I just think, like, realistically, this is not going to be a good game for us. So uh, I hope I'm wrong. And I think I have been wrong about this matchup before. And in fact, I'm pretty sure me being wrong about this matchup is how I missed a 16 week, a 16 and 0 week once a couple of years ago. So um, I'll take that punishment again, I suppose. But it's probably going to be the Steelers. All right. Um, so Steelers had a pretty close week with the Giants last week. Broncos had a close week with the Titans. Um, I think that. These teams really aren't that far apart in um, my expectations for them for this year. Well, I do expect the Steelers to do a little better just because of their pedigree and all of that for the past like decade or so. Yeah. Um, but I think the Broncos are definitely on the up and up here. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, the Broncos started out that game against the Titans pretty quickly. Um, they had a good early drive to get down, get in the end zone, get it started. So if they're able to keep up momentum like that uh, in more of their games this year, then I can really see them succeeding. So uh, for that reason, I'm going to go with the Broncos to win this one. I think uh, they have what it takes to go into Pittsburgh and get a win here. And uh, I think the Steelers are probably going to still be shaking off some rust and be playing a much better team this week. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is a win-win for me. Either I get the point or the Broncos win. The Coin went with the Steelers for this one. Yeah, I'll be upset if the Broncos win, but <laughs> I'm just I'm ready to deal with it. All right, cool. Up next, we've got another uh, AFC South Barden burner uh, mm-hmm. with the Jacksonville Jaguars going to play the Tennessee Titans. Um, yeah, even when the Jags were good, I feel like the Titans always still had their number, and now the Jags are bad and the Titans are good. So I'm gonna go with the Titans to win this one. Genius. Yeah, um, I think it would be really funny if Jacksonville ends up just, like, winning by throw against, like, every other team in the division. But I don't expect that to happen. Um, Jacksonville, like I said at the beginning of the show, I think that it's really more like they're probably just going to be neck and neck with the Colts um, in what is essentially a completely different division than, like, where the Titans and Texans are going to be playing their season. Um, Titans, not the cleanest win, obviously. Uh I, I could I could very easily point out one point of weakness on that roster that could use some evaluation, but you know what? The dude went out there and, and won the game, and I'm happy for him. Um, Jacksonville is worse than Denver, so this is just going to be, I think, a much easier game for Tennessee. Also, in the altitude that they breathe regularly, so <laughs> I, I think that this is probably almost certainly going to go to the Titans. All right, cool. Quinn? Coin, you guessed it. Pick the Titans. You know it. You you love it. All right. Next up, we have the Detroit Lions taking on the Green Bay Packers. By all, by the narrative, this should have been an exciting game, um, but it's sure not, because the Lions are still not very good at closing it out, and the Packers are nuts, and that's pretty much all I have to say about that. This one is definitely going to go to the Packers. Andrew? Yeah, I'm going to go with the Packers as well. I think it could be a very close game because it often is when these two teams play. Um, even last year when the Packers went 13-3 and and the, Dol- or the, whoa, the Lions, the Lions <laughs> Detroit Lions, 
uh, were not a very good team last year, but they still had some close games with them. So I expected to be close, and um, but I, I'm not willing to pick against uh, this Packers offense after how great they looked in Week One. So, mm-hmm. all right, the coin is going with the Lions. This one, cool. We'll take it. Cool. Anyway. Up next, we've got an AFC East matchup as the Buffalo Bills tr- fly way down south to play the Miami Dolphins. Uh, the Dolphins losing week one to the New England Patriots in New England. Can't fault them too much for that. Um, really wasn't like a runaway game for the Patriots at uh-huh. all. I mean, it was pretty close for a lot of it. The Bills game, however, was a bit of a runaway game. Um, they scored a lot of points on the Jets. Wasn't very close. Uh, further uh, furthering the narrative that the Jets are going to be the worst team in the division this year, um, but I'm really I'm still pretty high on the Bills right now. Yeah, um, I'm I'm liking what they're doing. Josh Allen had a really really good game. Um, I think he's going to continue to silence his doubters. Obviously, first two weeks Jets and Dolphins. Like I mean, I guess that won't silence the doubters too much, but um, I think he's going to have a really good season, and I think they're going to continue to look strong at this week. And I'm going to go with the Bills to beat the Dolphins. Okay, nice. Um, I I think I could see myself realistically going either way on this one. Even though I really like um, the, the Bills, I am curious with what's going on with the Dolphins, um, and I would like to see them put up some wins at some point this year, and I think they're going to. So um, kind of tough for me to consistently pick against a team that I don't think is doing too bad. However, this is kind of a lame start of schedule for them. Um Realistically speaking, I think that outside of you know the really, really, really overpowered teams like the the Chiefs and the the Ravens, um, the two teams that I would say the Dolphins most likely would lose to would be the Patriots and the Bills. It's just kind of like a couple of L's that they're unfortunately going to have to take early on. So I think that this game is actually going to end up being pretty close. Um, however, I'm just really excited with what's going on with Buffalo last year, like right now. And last year, I think a lot of people were saying like, well, they're winning these like small games. And, like, they're good, but they're not that good. They're, like, they're kind of beating bad teams. But last week, like, they shellacked a bad team. So, um, hopefully, signs of, of better days ahead. I think that the Bills may potentially go even further this year than they did last year. So, I'm going to go Bills on this one as well. McCoyne agrees with us. Yay. All right, next up, we have the Minnesota Vikings taking on the Indianapolis Colts. Um, the Colts... From what I can tell, are still going to be playing Philip Rivers. That's crazy. That's it's one more game than I gave the poor soul at the beginning of the year. Um, so I, yeah, not happy with the Colts at all right now. I will say that they opened up that game pretty strongly. Um, but they sure did not know what to do with themselves afterwards. Minnesota, on the other hand, kept that game really interesting. Uh, they they were down like. F- Oh gosh, like ten or eleven at one point, something like that. Um, but in the fourth quarter, just knew what it was going to take to win the game, and we're scoring on basically every drive. Now, did the Packers also score on every drive? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they traded touchdowns twice. Um, but I'm so impressed with a team that's losing like that that can come out into the field and knock each other's helmets real one good time and, and put up 14 points in a game that you were looking to lose. So um, I'm definitely a lot more impressed with the Vikings in defeat than I was with the Colts this last week. So I don't care that it's in Lucas oil. Um, this is probably going to be another rough week for the blue and white. So I'm going to go the Vikings on this one. Yeah. The Colts were uh, pretty huge disappointment last week, managing to lose to a Jaguars team, like I keep saying, that is rebuilding and has pretty much n- nothing exciting about them. Like they've got a couple good pieces on the offense, and that's about it. Yeah. Um, the Vikings, on the other hand, I think are going to be playing with a lot of fire this week after they were uh, unable to come away with the win against their biggest rival in Week One. So um, I think they're going to have a chip on their shoulder and they're going to come out and play hot. They're going to put up a bunch of points like they did last week except this time the other team is not going to be able to match them. So no. I'm going to go with the Vikings. Yeah, I think the Vikings like are probably one of the biggest proofs of... I hate and like NFL.com and other like official sources always essentially make it so that their power rankings have to be sorted by win-loss. It's so frustrating to me. Like, oh yeah, like week one power rankings, like the top 16 have to be the 1-0 teams. I think like the Vikings are a really good example of how that's not the case because Packers are nuts. And I think the Vikings 
on like I, if somebody told me they think the Baggy Kings are top ten right now, I'd say, well, I have no read on this team, but uh, there's a good chance you're right. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, and the uh, coin one with the Colts in this one. So. There we go. Nice, nice, nice. Okay, next up we have um, a couple of teams that are one and zero that I I think people thought this would be a game of the zero and ones. <laughs> We have uh, Washington football team going to take on the Arizona Cardinals. Andrew, does Washington football team have anything going for them, or was it a was it just a, an an intentional throw by the uh, Philadelphia Eagles? The Washington football team has a very respectable defensive line. Mm-hmm. Um, that is definitely the strong point of this team. So in every game that they're going to be able to create some pressure, they might be able to take some pressure off of their offense because their offense was not very good at all. Um, If it weren't for that D-line generating so much pressure and forcing turnovers, Washington wouldn't have had any chance in the past week. So that's that's your strong point for the Washington football team there. Well, there you go. Um, I didn't watch that game because I figured you would watch it for us. Um, Okay. Uh, I think I did watch the Cardinals game. Um, I think that this is probably going to be a relatively low-scoring game. If I were a betting man, I would probably be putting it at like a score cap. Um, but I think that this is a kind of a couple of young teams that could. And I think that Arizona is a team that has a much better chance of actually doing so. A lot of people's fears about football team just as like, a program I think are were not necessarily cleared even though they managed to like stop a, a rival they're pretty familiar with with putting up a lot of points in, in a week one game at home right so yeah I don't know I, I'm not going to call it a fluke or anything like that like they're they're obviously better than people expected them to be but I think the Cardinals are also way better than people expected them to be um and as funny as it would be to see the to see Washington break out to a 2 lead. I don't think that's going to happen, so I'm going to go Arizona on this one. Yeah, I'm going to go Arizona as well. Uh, like I said, I, they are looking good this year, and um, I think their line will probably hold up against Washington's D-line a little better. They're not going to have so many people out, so I'm going with the Cardinals as well. Let's see what the coin has to say. Uh, the coin is also going to go with the Cardinals. There you go. All right, cool. Up next, we've got the Baltimore Ravens traveling to uh, the Lone Star State to play the Houston Texans. Uh, the Ravens looked really, really good in uh, week one. Which is weird, because they looked awful last year. Yeah, totally. They were the worst. <laughs> yeah. No, but they looked really good week one against the Browns, one of their division rivals, one of their losses from last year. Mm-hmm. Um, Lamar Jackson continues to play really great. Uh, I, was gl- I was glad to see he didn't show any signs of like a uh, step back season um so that's good to see for them the texans uh, got an unlucky draw wow this is really unlucky for the texans they had to play the chiefs week one now they're playing the ravens in week two um things are not looking great for the texans right now and mm-hmm. the way that i see it they're going to be starting the season out oh and two because i'm going to go with the ravens to win this one yeah uh, unlucky is definitely one word for it, but I also think that um, this kind of highlights maybe why I've never really put a lot of faith in the Texans because while they're definitely a lot better than a lot of the middling teams, um, they seem to just never outscore strong offenses. It's just like it's it's the the gates of heaven that they're being they kept out of right now. Every time they play the the Kansas Cities the the New Orleans, the Baltimores, um, the stronger Rams from 2018. Once they take on those kinds of offenses, it's just uh, they always get outscored by a ridiculous amount. So um, as much as I think the Texans potentially have going for them, at the end of the day, Baltimore is just like a better team. Like And Texas, Houston, for better or for worse, like, Always punches down, but almost never punches up. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go Baltimore on this one as well. Coins going with the Texans in this one, picking the Titans divisional rival. I'm kind of surprised. The coin, oh man, if he had picked, uh, I guess there was one game from the South, but he picked the South in every game that he could pick the South in. Titans, Texans, Colts. Oh, wow. Pick Jacksonville to lose to the Titans. But just an AFC South fan <laughs> all around. <laughs> all right, next up you have the uh, 
You have a divisional matchup between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Los Angeles Chargers, and the Chiefs will win. <laughs> yep, not really much to say about this one. Uh, Chargers did come away with the win in week one, barely, against the Bengals. Kind of sad to see his team that was really good two years ago mm-hmm. uh, kind of floundering around. Uh, maybe they'll turn it around, though. Uh, still got some hope for them. We'll see. But, yeah, I'm going with the Chiefs. All right, cool. The coin is going with the Chargers, however. Nice. Chiefs look crazy, by the way. I just don't want to talk about it because it upsets me when they're doing well. But, oh, my gosh, they look so yeah, they're, stupid. They're going to be good once again. Surprise, surprise. All I, right. I told my dad, this is year three of ten. Just go ahead and get used to it. Yeah, unfortunately. It's, For you, I guess. I, it's I gonna, don't really mind. It's going to be like this until at least mid to, 20s i'm afraid <laughs> mid 20s mid roaring 20s i saw somebody on reddit the other day say like well this is the 20s and i was like huh i guess it is <laughs> that's weird all right up next we've got a i believe super bowl 50 rematch i think this was super bowl 50 that sounds right um no no 49 yeah 49 yeah peyton's retirement was after 50 yep so this was 49 new yeah. england patriots Traveling to Seattle to play the Seahawks. Um, this could be a really good game. Yeah. Uh, hope I know Seahawks fans are hoping it ends differently than that Super Bowl did. Uh, still can't believe that. Still mm-hmm. can't believe the ways that New England has won Super Bowls in the past five years. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, that's in the past. Uh, the Seahawks look really good in week one. They were just playing the Falcons, but um, their offense was able to really get it going in week one. I right. talked about last week that they usually start the season slow, and I guess they listened and used my comments for fuel because they <laughs> looked really strong week one, and they looked ready to play just about anybody in the league Yeah, with that offense. So I'm going to be going with the Seahawks to hold down the fort at home. Yeah, I expected this to be our fourth disagreement of the week, but I'm, I'm right there with you. Um, New England, I don't think was necessarily like tested as much as you would want them to be but you know what it it was a close game now granted um it's hard to point them closely beating it's it's hard to say that them closely beating the dolphins is a point of regression because they did lose to the dolphins last year so i guess i guess that's a point of progression at this point but um i think that the patriots still kind of strike me as a team that's kind of without um a direction at this moment in time obviously that won't be the case forever because like probably the best football coach of all time is like still their head coach. So um, they'll figure it out pretty quickly. I have faith in that. But even though it was an all right game for Cam, I don't really think it was like the breakout victory that everyone was hoping he would have on his like week one return. Um, And this is basically what I said last week. Like Cam and Matt Ryan are both quarterbacks that I like and think have um, moments of strength, but they are just, outrageously outclassed by Russell Wilson, who is, like, still one of the, like, top echelon quarterbacks in this league. Um, Yeah, absolutely. No matter, like, what is thrown at him, like, my dude can pretty much go point for point with just about any quarterback in this league. Maybe even Lamar. I mean, like, he was the only person, like, like, in the running against Lamar for the MVP last year, even though it ended up being unanimous. I I think that, like, Russell was... Practically unanimously second place. So, um, I think that this... I don't know what the narrative for this game is just yet. I don't know, like, where people stand on the Patriots at this point in time. But I think that the Seahawks, like, are looking at a deep run this year. So, um, yeah. I'm going to go to Seattle on this one. And I want to say, this is uh, Seattle's first home game this year. So, I'm going to be curious to see. Um, it seems like most of the stadiums are allowing a, a few people in. And I'm sure Seattle will find a way to shatter some eardrums with, like, 50 <laughs> live spectators. So, yeah, I'll go Seahawks on this one. All right, and the coin is going to make it another unanimous vote and the and pick the Seahawks as well. Beautiful. I love diplomacy. There actually haven't been that many unanimous this week. I think that's just sure. the fourth one. Oh, wow. Huh, interesting. Yeah, we usually we have, like, five or six. <laughs> We had, like, three disagreements in, like, the first half, and I was like, ooh, this is going to be a contested week, but we're going to end with three. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> boring. Um, so, we find ourselves at Monday night. Um, the whole week has already happened. We're both 15-0 somehow, even though we disagreed on three games. <laughs> and now we're all going to sit down and, and watch the New Orleans Saints 
travel to the Las Vegas stadium. I'm very excited about this game just because I've been excited to watch the Raiders host. Um, I want to see this stadium, bro. I've heard that, heard that it cost a, a pretty penny. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I'm excited to, to see this game go down. Um, it's a bummer that they will lose in their new stadium. Uh, the Saints are very, very, very good at football. Um, I, I think that... Yeah, I don't know what else to say. This like this is a crazy year for the Saints. Um, I think I'm probably going to be power ranking them number two or one. I haven't really decided between them and the Chiefs just yet. But yeah, this, I think this is going to be a great year for the Saints. The Raiders are not a defense that I would be shaking in my boots about. Um, and I think that this game, if you want to talk about the quarterback matchup, I think that the, what's most likely to happen is that like this might be a good game for Marcus Mariota's hope at like finding his way to the field in the future because I I think that this is going to be a radically one-sided battle of the QBs uh, between Derek Carr and um, Drew Brees. So I'm going to go with the Saints on this one, of course, because I'm not a lunatic. Andrew? Yeah, I, I just really want to know who like decided this should be the Monday night game. Yeah, like for week real. two. Like these teams aren't even like related. Like they don't have any There's no narrative, yeah. There's no narrative. Uh the Raiders aren't good. The Saints are very good. Um it's just weird that they went with this game to be on Monday night over some of the other matchups this week. But anyway, I do think the Saints are just really gonna outclass the uh Raiders here. I don't think there's much hope for the Raiders in this one. And um yeah the Saints are just a much better overall team. So yeah, first game in Las Vegas's new stadium is gonna be a loss. Bummer. Uh, the coin also sees it that way. Well, there you go. One more unanimous to send us out. All right. Uh, well, thank you all for listening to NFLs. Uh, just a couple of housekeeping things. Like I said earlier, you can go to NFLs.com and see our spreadsheet, um, our power rankings. Maybe I don't think we like did a good job with that with the tier lists, but um, we'll start posting our power rankings there. Um, and it also has links to other places to listen to this, which I guess is a weird thing to tell the people listening to it already. But hey, if you don't like your current platform, but you can find links to others on the NFL's website. Or you can share that link with your friends. That's have true. Have them listen as well. Yeah. Also, make sure to follow us at NFLs on Twitter. Um, and yeah. Oh, and also, we said this kind of as a joke, but got one on the first episode. We didn't get one for the last two episodes, but if you Venmo us a dollar, we'll read anything that isn't aggressive or or vulgar or problematic on the show so make sure to do that uh yeah anything else can you think of thanks to drew's dentist yeah always (laughs) that's it always thank you for uh, making my dreams come true does that's a deep cut reference for our old fans all right uh well i am jacob wilkinson i'm drew wade and as per usual i've got the coin with me all i do is win 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 no matter what got money on my mind i can never get it up and every time i step up in the building everybody hands go up and they stay there